Welcome back to the Give Them Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. Hi, fam. This is Allie G, and I am here with my everything ship, Hope a little louder milk. Hope, how are you? <laughs> Allie, I am so fantastic. I went to a corn maze this weekend, and for those of you who have not been to one, it is basically like you are transported to the country. There's pig races, there are slides with no cushions, there is a lot of corn that's been desperately picked over, there's a petting zoo, and there's donuts. It's basically like my dream my dream space, so um, did that. Also, the corn maze I went to had a winery, so okay. now we're talking. Have, may have stampede a couple of wines. Also... They brought them out in these like little communion containers. They're almost like a shooter. So I shot wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is a totally normal thing to do. But other than the corn maze, I am currently sleep training myself. And if you, I learned about sleep training from the mommy influencers I follow. (laughs) Why am I following mommy influencers? I don't have any children. Right. It's, it's very not clear but anywho they're all sleep training their infants and it's like doing this thing where like they go to bed at the same time every day they let them cry it out in the night and so basically I'm doing it to myself (laughs) wait so walk me through the process what's it look like so basically you decide when they're going to go to bed and when they're going to wake up and you have like this whole routine like an hour before they go to bed you like feed them a bottle which is what I do it myself a la (laughs) water And then they like start like reading stories or rocking them. And then they fall asleep at like seven. And in the first couple of weeks, like the first week, it's really hard. No one's like the baby cannot adjust. But then you to put them to bed at seven, you let them cry it out if they wake up in the middle of the night. And then you wake them up the next morning at 6 a.m. And you do it for like one to two weeks and newborns sleep through the night. So the moms get a break. And in my case, I get a break. Right. So your current schedule, like what was the issue? You just Mm. weren't sleeping well? Well, yeah, I have a lot of anxiety over what's actually happening in this world and then also what could never happen. Of course, of course. (laughs) course. So I aim to go to bed by 10, which after Instagram stalking turns into 11. And then after I just do a quick assessment of my top five greatest fears, (laughs) that that turns into midnight. And then um, Theo, my sweet, sweet baby angel, has the bladder of an acorn. And so he has to get up. (laughs) by like five or six or he pees on the bed right you don't see in the morning because you're so tired but then when you go to pull the cover and it smells like dog pee that's (laughs) that's a very much a low point right so um that's what I'm attempting to do instead of reading stories actually I listen to Headspace and they have things called sleep casts which are adult stories yeah fall asleep so you, um, you like this I love shameless plug. They are not sponsoring this, although Headspace, if you want to, we're available. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're cool adult stories, and I never make it to the end of them. And this is a little bit sexist, but I prefer the male narrated interesting stories. It's because they have like British accents. Okay, so, so you're just attracted to them. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> oh my god! You love a guy with an accent. No, I love a guy with an accent so much so that I make David. He has this like Irish Scottish accent he can do, and I ask him at least once a week to talk to me in that accent for the whole day. Okay, you know that's normal. <laughs> um, Allie, what's up with you? I'm just thinking about what you say you what you think about before you go to bed and. Mm-hmm. 
I I also have extremely debilitating anxiety. <laughs> and my nightly routine is like wash my face, mm-hmm. brush my teeth, mm-hmm. if you're lucky, um, get ready for bed, and then get in bed, put my phone aside, think about that the bad news that I could wake up to if like the worst case happened. Um, I've, I've been known to ask Devin, actually, this is a direct quote. Um, once every quarter, my Q, uh, it's currently Q4. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come up soon. I ask him like, do you ever think about the floor just completely falling through and are just us falling? We're on the seventh floor of a building. Do you ever think about this just collapsing? And he's like, Nope. Good night. At this point, he's, he knows how to tame the beast, but Mm -hmm. I just often, uh, you know, have those questions in the middle of the night and creepily enough, the other day he wakes me up. It had to have been 3am and he goes, can you please stop? And I am seriously in the middle of a REM cycle. I'm like, stop what? And he goes, you won't stop laughing in your sleep. Creepy. Spooky. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. So I don't know what's going on, but sleep is very weird for me right now. And at least I'm having fun. Lord knows I need some of that in my life. No. Between the two of us, we're probably averaging five to six hours on a good day. You know what I mean? Of actual quality sleep. And actually, you just reminded me, I love how we all say REM. Could I tell you what REM stands for? Rapid eye movement, I think. Yeah, rapid eye movement. Okay. But we all like throw it around. I'm like, oh, did not hit REM last night. I have no idea when I'm going to hit REM. And like, the idea of REM is so freaky. No. Your no. eyes are just rapidly moving. No, it's like the butterfly effect or something. Yeah, I have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'll be a topic for another time. We say that every time something is complicated that we don't We're like, yeah, we'll throw that one back on the docket. Um, speaking of fun though, besides just cracking up in my sleep as that appears to be the only fun I've had in the past month, I am going to Michigan actually soon with my family just for a little getaway. We haven't been inside together in what feels like centuries. years. It's about seven months and no, nothing's changed in terms of COVID or precautions, but we're just, we need to do it. We want to be together and we're going to be careful. We might go get testing. Anyway, something about, like something about being with your family makes me revert back to being a child. Like the relaxation that I feel when I get to just be with my family is unparalleled. I I don't know, like for whatever reason, in those moments, you don't feel like you have to pay your bills while Mm -hmm. folding laundry while Mm -hmm. on a conference call. Yeah. You know, it's just so relaxing. So I'm very excited. No, I feel the same way. And I, when I was in college, I'm like, I will never go back to my parents' house. Like I'm going to be young, independent, get my own place. And now I'm like, what were you thinking? When I go see my mom now, (laughs) she makes all my meals and brings them to me. God forbid I did get up to a table. No, same, same. Shout out to our moms for being the best major shout out. There's always like really good snacks, like not the healthy shiz I buy for myself. I'm talking like vanilla Oreos. Exactly. Like no? my parents don't give a shit. They're, <laughs> they have Twizzlers. They, I mean, they definitely try to be healthy, but like but 
go through their cabinet, there's some good shit. No, all bets are off. I sleep better too. I think it's just like, you're not like, it's like, you don't have to take care of the household. That's your mom's exactly. job. You don't have to be on alert anymore. Well, and you don't have to worry about an intruder slash murderer. Be like, I don't know when my dad's there. I'm just, yeah, I am relaxed. Yeah. And we also- have dogs. So they'll, or yeah, we have a dog. Oh my God. That was weird. Um, didn't mention it, but my, my baby brother, Bentley, he passed away about a month ago. Ugh, rest in peace, Bentley. You're my everything, and I miss you. But we have a dog still, Ella. And, you know, having, like, a watchdog, that that does make me sleep better as well. Yeah. Wait, does your mom also – my mom's like, I don't have to set an alarm. Like, I don't have to worry about not waking up because my mom consistently is always up at the right time and will always be like, Hope, <laughs> I think it's time to get up. You know what? I don't think I ever once had to set an alarm my entire childhood. My mm-hmm. mom woke me up every day for school. She was yeah. a goddamn saint. No, I and, know. But the thing that kind of sucks is my brother and sister like to get up early. So mm-hmm. if I sleep in, which I always do, <laughs> like I always miss out on hours of activities. Like mm-hmm. they'll go to Starbucks and get the dog's puppuccinos and – They'll have a whole freaking morning and I get up and it's like, it could only be 10 and they've still, you know, probably ran a marathon, got the dog's puppuccinos, baked a cake. Okay. Puppuccinos are so cute. But if you actually think about it for a second, you're giving your dog whipped cream, which has thousands of calories and sugar. Like there's so much sugar in a puppuccino. Theo goes, but he's like a a meth addict who just got a hit. Yeah. Runs around in circles, chases his tail, pees on himself. It's like, (laughs) it's like the equivalent to us and fried rice or something. (laughs) No, that's so true. No, it's definitely, we're not considering if the dog is lactose intolerant in that moment. Okay. Actually very fair. And do I know if Theo has allergies? It's, it's unclear. We have not done allergy testing on our dog, but I mean, never say never, you know? Never say never. (laughs) Okay, well, why don't we get into it? Allie and I were thinking, let's talk about the things you are scared of saying. And this is not like a scared, like a, ooh, spooky. It's more of like an uncomfortable, awkward avoidance, yeah, not mature enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go through the situations that are entirely uncomfortable that we never tell something, someone how we feel, yeah. but would love to. Yeah, would love to. The first thing is, usually when you go stay at a friend's house or a family, you know they've put in the work. Like they've washed the sheets, they've washed the towels, they've sanitized everything. And so you feel great about it until you go take a shower, you go to pull that towel off, you take a sniff, and it smells like dirty, dirty mildew. Stink. Stink. It's just, it's almost like cat litter vibes. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's just that smell. And you can't tell your friends or family that because it's awkward AF. So what you can do is I, like when I'm at my mom's, her towels don't smell, but I have to use someone that... I, I have to remain anonymous. There are, there are sources that I cannot reveal. <laughs> You're definitely um, talking about me, aren't you? No, no Allie. I, well, you would never know because I I'm, unfortunately am uncomfortable of telling you. It's exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. But I take the towels. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I dirtied them all up. I took you know one shower and used seven towels. <laughs> and then I throw them in the washer and you just pour some vinegar in. Oh, and you randomly have vinegar at your friend's home? No. Allie, I do carry a travel size. (laughs) 
No, but actually, most homes have it. If if anything, for dyeing Easter eggs. Okay. Like, well, everyone's got white vinegar somewhere around the house. Okay. Well, believe it or not, I don't celebrate Easter, and I don't oh. have vinegar. I, I mean, oh. there's been times I've had it, but, like, I would definitely not dig through someone's house to find it. It's usually, like, I only go two places, under the sink, which is always just a cluster. If you have a good <laughs> organized under the sink, you are a sociopath. You There's mean just, you aren't going to the the husband's uh, nightstand drawer to look for vinegar? <laughs> I would I would love to just go through someone's stuff, you know. Ooh, no, I know. I was watching the home edit, and they were like redoing someone's bedroom, and they opened up her bedside drawer, and she had a pregnancy test in there. Yeah, no, that's sick. No, that's that is also <laughs> a conversation I'm not willing to have. But if you guys throw vinegar in a washing machine, you can do it. Two ways. You can throw in regular laundry detergent and just wash it, or if it's real bad, just wash it first with vinegar and then wash it with regular detergent. It does not make your clothes smell like vinegar. It actually kills all musty smells. And then your towels or even workout clothes are as good as new. Wow. Honestly, that's something we all need because I, yeah. I've i definitely been in that situation and I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you as a as a person, you have yeah. great intentions, but your yeah. towels smell like asshole. No, and I can't inhale, so I have to hold my breath. Right. I feel like I'm getting dirtier as mm-hmm, I after mm-hmm. I just showered. Yes. Speaking, yes, yes, yes. Wait, speaking of smells mm-hmm. and asshole, speaking of asshole and speaking of smells, <laughs> fun fact. Yeah. Someone recently told me, and this seems like a Lada moment, but I've never actually used my brain in this situation. But if you ever have to go number two at someone's house and you don't want to have the uncomfortable conversation of being like, hey, don't go in there, (laughs) which is always the worst when someone's like waiting for the bathroom. You're like, it wasn't me. Um, Take the soap. Have you heard this? Like take the soap that you would use to wash your hands and just to put two little spritzes in the toilet and then flush it. And the soap sometimes, I don't know if it has to be, you know, a fragrance, yeah. but it will, you know, kind of no, go I around mean, and get rid of the smell. No, that is like a knockoff version of poopery. Exactly. Like if you don't yeah. have access to the brand poopery, <laughs> um, this is your makeshift way to not being the stinky friend. Well, I travel with a travel size version of vinegar and poopery. I just <laughs> am like very prepared for all circumstances. But there, the only thing more awkward than that is when you go to take a number two and you clog the toilet and there's no plunger. Yeah. Like that is truly, you might as well leave the party and never talk to your friend again, you know? Or in my case, I overflowed it. So I was a child, so it was less of a big deal. But but still, like yes. that is that is one of those moments where you start to sweat, you freak mm-hmm. out, you don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually, too, like, the person's entertaining. So it's not like you can, like, pull them aside. Not even go up to the group of friends and be like, I need a plunger. Yeah. I just backed that shiz up in there. Yeah. Anytime there's any type of party, especially, like, in a big city, it's not like there's so many bathrooms that you could just go to to the basement or go upstairs. Like, you are very much going to the bathroom that's next to the kitchen, and you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. You're actually so right. Like, you know you've made it when you have two bathrooms, and you can have, like, a poop bathroom and, like, a, a just a normal bathroom. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. actually proof of making it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you at home or in your car, if you have two bathrooms, consider this Allie and Hope stamp of approval. I have, a, wait, I have a question because I know you have one bathroom. So yeah. how often are, are you in situations where you and David both have to go to the bathroom at the same time and you're, like, someone is panicking and the other person's on the toilet? Okay. 
it more so happens that I have to pee so bad that I contemplate just peeing in my backyard like Theo <laughs> because David, like and any man, and this is a stereotype, he spends so long in the bathroom. It's out of control. It's out of control. And when he starts the cycle and I have to, like I wake up, like he's been in the bathroom for one minute and I wake up and I'm like, holy F, I have to pee. He's going to be in there for another 29 minutes. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah. No, I know. That's why I'm asking because I think no. it's actually a common issue. I have seriously contemplated peeing in my backyard, peeing in my sink, like my kitchen sink, yeah. or just like literally just peeing my pants, which you know I'm open to. So what know? happens? Like you get in a, I, a rage I, fight I, with him? No, absolutely. I think I'm going to make it. I'm like, hope. Just like people get through labor. Just do some Lamaze breaths. Like you're going to get through <laughs> this. And that lasts for like three minutes. And then I am like the alien from Alien. I'm like... Get out of the bathroom. David's like, I'm in the middle of something. I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. No, exactly. Like, just because you're in the, hurry it up. It's, no. it's, it couldn't be, um, for me, it's in and out. In yeah. and out. No, and same thing with me. And in our last apartment, we did have two bathrooms. So we were very unprepared for what it was like to go to one. And I, I like, well, you guys know, I like to push it to the limit. And every day I like to see how much longer can I hold this before I have to pee. So by the time I get to the bathroom, there's no waiting zone. I'm ready. I'm ready to like board the flight. If you know <laughs> exactly. I mean. Flight is taking off. The flight is taken off. Okay, wait. I need to ask you, do you know what groundhogging is? Yes. Wait, like, <laughs> yes. Wait, is that, how, it's groundhogging? Groundhog. Wait, I think I say groundhogging because groundhogs like pop up. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's groundhog. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know what that is. And I say it all the time, but I just had a brain fart, so I couldn't figure out exactly. No, if you should know by now that you cannot let your kids listen to this, but if for some reason they snuck on, please, please skip this part. I I would feel irresponsible, but let's talk about it anyway. Groundhogging. (laughs) Groundhogging is like when you have to poop so bad and it's literally, it's like crowning. Like it's literally Ah, it's literally crowning like your children's head. <laughs> no, it is. And that's, that is a DEFCON one. That is like, I will poop in the sink. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I haven't yet, but that, that's a serious <laughs> situation. And like, how did we all learn that? Like all of a sudden one day I didn't know what it was. And the next day I was like, are you groundhogging? I actually remember it was in that movie Rat Race. And that's <gasps> how I learned of it. Yes, that was the yes. best movie. No, throwback. Absolutely. Throwback, baby. Throwback, yeah. baby. Um, ooh, this is like a crunch a bunch when you meet your friends, like boyfriend, girlfriend, not hopefully you met them before they became their significant other and you don't like them. That is, that is literally the worst. The crunchiest situation. No. What are you going to say? And you know what? Not a damn thing. That That's the truth. I recommend you know? not a damn thing. <laughs> Unless... They are, you know, in physical harm or emotional harm. My lips are sealed. Because <laughs> you learn this the hard way. You know when, like, your best friend calls you and she's like, I'm so pissed at blah, blah, blah. I can't believe he did this. And you're like, yeah, F him. He sucks. Exactly. And then the next day she's like, oh, actually, it's fine. And I'm like, no, no, no. I got freaking heated up. I can't go back down. Not, I'm not already- to mention now you're the villain because no. you talk shit about her significant other. Yes. And so you yes. always get stuck in the middle. There's no winning in that situation. Mm-hmm. No. And you know what else is weird is when someone breaks up, I used to be like, you're so much better off without him. Like he was a loser. And then they get back two weeks later and you're like, 
He's not a loser. <laughs> You're very much back with the kind of loser. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratchy. So, it's not something you want to get into. No. 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 And not ever, actually. And I, I learned my lesson when I was a young lady. I think we've all, we've probably all been through something like that. You say something, you get screwed over and you're like, you know what? You live and you learn and you swerve, you swerve out of their business. You swerve. Um, Allie, I just need you to know that in the commercial for loves, which is a diaper brand, the slogan is you live and you learn and then you get loves. And for whatever reason, that's like a tick. So whenever someone's like, you live and you learn. I have to say, and then you get loves. But if I'm out in public, I just say it in my head. But I, I, I'm like trained. <laughs> I'm like no. a mouse with a cheese. Okay, that brings me to a thought. Like, what are little habits you do that maybe no one else knows you do? And I mean, some of these can get a little weird because in many cases, they might just be like something that has to do with my, my, my mental health. <laughs> okay. Same. Something I do, mm-hmm. okay, is I count things. I know people say that's like a part of being OCD. I, yep. I'm not saying I have that whatsoever, but like I count how many. Uh, this is so weird. I feel weird saying this, but like if I'm walking into my room, I'll be like, "You have four seconds to get in bed," and I'll be like, "One, two, three, four, and I jump on my bed. Really? Does that freak you out? It probably does. No, not at all. I feel like that is very tame. I thought you were going to come out and be like, sometimes I fantasize about killing kittens. Like, that is weird. You know what I mean? Like, that's I like. Mean, I'm not like necessarily a fan of kittens at all. So I wouldn't. Not like, I'm not, it's not that far from that. But I don't know. I like also will count if I'll count how many steps it takes to get anywhere. Okay. So I'm starting to get into weird territory here. Yeah, I count uh-huh. stuff. You count your counter. Okay. I also have a hard time letting things go, just in general. <laughs> so speaking of, you and I could not get over this one thing that oh, we couldn't figure out. No. Guys, you know, like a few years ago, obviously women were rompers all the time. But there was yep. that, I can't tell if it was a joke or for real. I hope it was a joke. But they came out with like a male romper. Yep. Does anyone that's listening know what it was called? And if so, please DM us on Instagram because this no. has taken over the past month of my life. No, I know. And like we, there's like two options. There's like male romper or bromper, right? Bromper or, like, or romp him, people say. Oh, yes. Bromper or yeah, romp him. Either of those sound right to me. No, I know. I'm leaning more towards romper but that wasn't it that wasn't it and guys please don't dm us with those answers we were at a lake house having a lovely evening and then ali and i completely side railed the night because we had we called everyone we knew we we took that conversation to at least an hour it ruined the entire night (laughs) for everyone because we couldn't get past it no we literally we were not like frozen we could not let it go and i'm pretty sure they wanted to metaphorically and probably physically punch us but (laughs) guess what we're still not over it we're not over it it still bothers me. Um, okay, weird things I do. I have like a lot of like um, like like ticks with like uh, slogans or songs. So if someone's like, um, like you know, when someone's like, "I'm blessed," like I have to finish the lyric. So if someone's like, "I'm blessed," um, and then Drake goes like, "Hey, oh my god, I can't think of the lyric," but you know no, what I, I mean? Can't like, think- yeah. Uh, wait, what is it? It's like. Well, it's like what you just said about the diaper thing. You have yeah, yeah, yeah. To finish you it. have to like say, yeah, um, like, like, oh my gosh, I have to come back to that. 
talk about something not being able to let it go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I do that. And then my family has like sayings. Some of them are actually from movies. And then some, I'm not saying we are the original creator, but we just have passed it along. So some of those are like, like my mom will say, my mom is an amazing golfer, the actual sport. And, and I can't golf at all, but I am good at the golf card game, which has nothing to do with actual golf, but here we are. And so when I called my mom to tell her, she says like DNA don't play. And it's like, you know, these ideas that like you, your genes just like pull through. Yeah. Um, and then like in Wayne's world, if you've seen that movie, Wayne's like girl, wait, what's the other character? It's not Wayne. It's, um, I don't know. Oh my God. I have amnesia. Anyway, the one who's not Wayne, his, his girlfriend gets him a gun rack and he's like, I don't have a gun. So why would I need a gun <laughs> rack? And so like, whenever we don't have something or someone asks us for something, we always say like, I don't have a customer. Like I don't have a dollar. <laughs> I feel like I've heard you say that before. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's like another one. Um, and then, yeah, we always quote movies. So like Christmas vacation, um, when they get the tree, Aubrey remembered her name. She, he, she's like, the dad was like little full, lot of sap. So when like something's too big, we'll say like little full, lot of sap. It's, it's, it's extremely. I feel like but. honestly, it's not that weird to quote movies at all. Like my <laughs> thing about counting is so much weirder than you. And, oh, here's a weird thing that people find deeply disturbing. I don't always know if my clothes are clean or dirty. Like, yes, sometimes I do quite literally drop my clothes in the hamper, but like for those on the floor and it's unclear, I sniff them. Are you a sniffer? Like if I don't know they're dirty, I don't just throw them into the hamper. I got to do a sniff test. Interesting. I actually never do it. I I'm a thrower into the hamper type of girl. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, but I also know what I've like, I know. If I'm, no. if it's on the floor, it's dirty to me, no. which probably isn't the best for the environment or Please don't come for us, <laughs> but I definitely, if something's dirty, I know. Yeah. You stick fuck. No. <laughs> I'm a sniffer. I also have like different voices. That's like a little weird. Like if I'm talking to my dog, I can't talk in this voice. I have to be like, Oh my gosh, you're a sweet baby angel. Like, it's just like, it's a tone that only <laughs> dogs can hear. And yeah. um, I do that. And like, David and I have voices for each other. It's disgusting. Oh, um, you're, you're that couple. No, we would never do it in public though, because people would push us into the street. Let's hear but at it. at home, it's like, like, um, oh my gosh. When I'm, I'm like, I'm like. Pretend I'm David. Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, hope. I'm like, do you want to snuggle? Like, okay. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> it's actually very similar to my Theo voice, but the Theo voice is definitely high pitch. Do you have different voices? I feel like you do. Don't you? No, not so much with like with my, when I see my dogs, I obviously don't have one that lives with me yeah. or, um, for some reason, my sister and I always do this like Southern voice when we're together, but no, I mean, not with Devin, never. But you do, but when you talk about, when you talk to your dogs, you're always like, Ella, you are no, a big like, fat cow. You are the cutest girl <laughs> I've ever seen. Yes. No, I do. We do. We definitely, yes. I think when people talk to animals, they act so bizarre. Um, but you know what? I don't care. 
I, okay, you know how they say you know if someone's a sociopath because you yawn in front of them and they don't yawn back? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the, another test for that is put a person in front of a dog, and if they can talk to the dog in a normal voice, like, yeah. hey, Theo, they're a sociopath for sure. There's That's just, amazing. There's just no way. Also, you like know? a baby. You're like, hey, hey, baby, how are you? Okay, that's actually so true. And people, I get that you should talk to children, like, in adult words, but I'm not going up to a 10-month-old named Landon and being like, hey, Landon, so um, how was daycare today? <laughs> hey, Landon, how was your day? They, they don't even, I can't even imagine a baby responding to that. They'd be like, huh? huh? Or even a two-year-old, if you're like, how was school? No. No. It, it's so weird. It's just, there are certain situations that recall a voice. Okay, last thing. When you scream, are you a high-pitched screamer? Uh, and are you a long screamer? I think there's contextual screaming. Oh, okay. So what are you referring to? Okay, like if, if Devin was hiding behind the closet and popped out, like what would you do? Oh, it's high. I go like, oh my God. And then I go, why the fuck would you do And I have like a full on exorcism. <laughs> Wait, I think every girl, when they get scared by their significant other, says the exact same thing. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Recently, actually, that happened to me recently. Like, I very, very rarely uh, – Devin isn't as much of a prankster as I am, so he's more yeah. likely to get scared than me. Recently, he stood behind me as I was looking for clothes in the closet. I I almost collapsed. I almost went into a heart attack – or what's it called? Cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest. It was frightening. But, yeah, no. that scream is always high-pitched. What about you? Yeah. I – well, it depends. Like, if I'm seriously surprised and I have no idea, it's the same thing. I'm like <gasps> – but if I'm pissed, I'm like, why the fuck do you do that? Like, I don't scream. Right. But I also don't. I have terrible peripheral vision. Sorry, it's periphery. Peripheral. Peripheral. Yeah, I, I can't, like, I can't see out the sides. And David knows that. So he plays to my weaknesses. And he'll, like, <laughs> double back so that I can't see him. And then he'll tap me on the shoulder. And I have no idea that he's there. That's And sweet. then I go into, like, miscongeniality. I'm like, Solar plexus. Yeah. <laughs> no, do what we learned. Self-defense, <laughs> ladies. Self-defense. Okay. Well, guys, as always, the time has just flown by. And we'll be back next week to probably talk about more things we're uncomfortable to say. All the things, guys. The we things. hope you have a great week. And yep. uh, see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>